Welcome to Sport Management Review Insights. I'm your host, Vito Sobel. In just about every sport event across the world, the one individual who is certain to be criticized by everyone watching is the referee. Yet without referees, there would be no sport. So in this episode, we're going to focus on the career dynamics of elite level referees. And joining us to discuss this is someone who's devoted much of his research and time to understanding sport event officials. He's a research fellow at Griffith University. It's Mosen Logmani. Welcome, Mosen. Hello, Peter. I'm glad to hear to chat to uh, you about the, uh, my published article. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on. And I'm always happy to talk about referees but maybe not in this way. So we'll, we'll have to get through that. But no, it's an absolute pleasure to, to talk about this topic. Mossen and co-authors Graham Caskelly and Tom Webb recently published Examining the Career Dynamics of Elite Football Referees, a unique identification profile. Mossen, we don't usually pay much attention to referees in sport management research. So how did this study help our understanding of the area? I've been a referee for 15 years in all my career, in practical my career. I like to uh, know about the referees, how do they in progress. Uh, before this uh, research, I have worked another research uh, project entitled Job Characteristics and Psychological States of Football Referees. I really enjoyed uh, with that research. I found we have to work more and more uh, on this group, the volunteers in a sport. And these reasons led me to study how can I organize my research project. In 2017, uh, I found an special issue of contemporary research methods in export management. That special issue, I found some uh, interesting articles. They were great, I think, because I found lots of lot about the research methods in sports management, especially narrative inquiry. And when I studied the article by Stroit, I found that article and narrative inquiry very interesting research method in export management. The first step of this research project began from studying the narrative inquiry. I organized my research project to identify how potentially talented individuals can become football, football referees. So I wanted to know about this, uh, answer this question. So this strong background in football refereeing uh, Korea in Iran led me to think about how potentially talented individuals can become elite football referees. It is an interesting aspect because we're not considering referees. So there's so many different areas to, to look at. Why did you think career progression and development of careers was an important research topic when you were looking at referees and, and sport management? Then uh, we are looking back to the, the research uh, papers in sport management and especially in human resource management. We can see a neglection between the researchers about the job design and career development. I don't know why this happened, but job design is pretty much important for positive outcome of the employees. If we can design a job properly, the employees can show themselves properly. The better job design, the more productive uh, employee. So if we want to reach our organizational uh, mission and visions, 
And if we want to reach the organizational uh, and occupational goals, we have to prepare our employees. And the one of the way we can prepare our, our employee is job design. The job design is a process of top uh, bottom. For example, you as a manager, you can design the job. But job crafting is another way. For example, from bottom to up, you as an employee can uh, reshape your job task, your job relation, and your job cognition. So it's a very creative way for employees to reshape our, their, uh, their job. So it's very uh, interesting area because we want to empower our uh, employees in the sport organization, empower our athletes uh, in the sport events. So we have to study about the job design and job crafting to empower them. Just building on that, you take a career dynamics perspective in this research or CDP, as you call it. Can you tell us more about what exactly that is? And, and why was it important to use, uh, an important framework to use for this research? Every employee react to the occupational happenings differently in each stage. And they said we have some stages in Korea, at the beginning, at the middle, and in the uh, later Korea. At the beginning of the Korea, you as an employee, uh, you like to progress to the high level and you want to learn more and more and you need to grow at the world and this is very important for the sport manager to know uh, what employees what do employees want to do and what do they doing what are they doing now and what do they think at the job at this stage and in the middle of the Korea, for example, after 10 years, the employees can think differently from the past 10, 10 past. Also, the, in the 10 years later, employees can think differently in the middle. So these uh, different reactions shape the Korea Dynamics perspective, as uh, we also found in our research. If we want, as a, as a sport manager, if we know uh, what do they think? What do our employees think about their job? We can empower them effectively. So it's very important to uh, identify where our employees are now in the early or in the later career. So we can organize uh, some training uh, program for them uh, to empower themselves. In this research, you conducted, I think, 12 uh, semi-structured interviews with elite-level Iranian referees. Now, referees, from my understanding, never want to talk about anything from what I see on TV. They never want to discuss what's happening. They give you a yellow card and they never want to talk about it. Now, how hard was it to get the referees to talk and to recruit them to do this research? Actually, I'm not quietly agree with you in this point, <laughs> because uh, for me, at least for me, uh, I want to explain why I showed or I booked the yellow card for some players, you know. I think they absolutely want, uh, like to <laughs> conduct an uh, interview and talk <laughs> about their uh, decision, but they are not allowed to do that, you know. <laughs> so when I was uh, talking to them, about our research, they surprisingly accepted my uh, suggestion because I don't know, because they are my friends. Uh, 
but I think they can they can do that with any researchers because they want to talk and they want to they want to maximize their exposure in the sport, you know. So uh, to be honest, it wasn't uh, quietly hard for me to conduct interview with them, and they talked to me honestly and they talked to me comfortably and shared their story, personal stories and uh, Korea-based story to me. Their stories made this uh, paper very, very interesting because when I shared this uh, research in the Queensland referees group in Facebook, I received brilliant feedback from the majority of Queensland referees and they liked the stories I shared in my paper. It is fascinating because, they, like you say, they, they gave you their life stories. They were telling you about their career progression and, and their lives. So that must have been really rich data, really insightful. How did you go about analyzing all this data from, from all these interviews? As we performed the narrative inquiry, narrative inquiry uh, refers to recalling the real life stories. Uh, it's not related to what do you think, for example. So we asked uh, our interviewees, what happened for you? Not what uh, do you think and what do we have to do or what do, what do you think for young uh, referee? We asked them about their real life stories. So uh, we performed the thematic uh, statistical analysis. We have the three steps for analyzing our raw data. Uh, first of them, we went through our quotations and read more and more several times, and then we break we broke them up to the uh, initial teams. For example, one quotation was about the most memorable childhood memories I remember are related to playing football and referee. So we connect this quotation to initial team of childhood related to football and family background. And then we found seven initial teams for a substantive team, and namely early Korea, and then for later Korea. So I think this uh, process was our uh, main process for analyzing our data, the thematic analysis. And based on this, what were the key findings? What were those important results you found? The most important thing for uh, we found it in the in the result was related to two stages, two Korea stages of elite football referees: early Korea and later Korea. Early Korea, we found that just off-field experiences can help referee to do their main task. The off-field experiences, including football-related childhood, family background, personal education, and family and peer support. These off-field experiences shape their main tasks, including individual crafting, recognition of real ability, high referring quality and enjoyment, and self-sacrificing. So the most important thing for young and new referees uh, in order to enjoyment and making the fullness of the work is doing this, me, this main task according to their off-field experiences. And it was very interesting for us because we didn't find any on-field experiences for elite football referees in early Korea. Actually, the on-field experiences just shaped their main task in later Korea. 
that was interesting for us. For example, in the early career, one referee, one participant uh, said as a a new football referee, I was always seeing what big goals there are and how do I my best to reach them in this career. So it's very important for young referee to have this goal in the career. And this is a off-field experience rather than on-field experience because they set the goal out of the ground. So uh, we conclude that in early Korea, the football referees set the goal-setting Game, uh, Korea baseball city uh, in the early Korea. And then in the later Korea, they have game-based uh, goal setting. For example, I can, I can tell you, before starting football refereeing, one of my sweet dreams uh, was being an early football referee. So I plan to reach the aim in this Korea through effort every day. And I have tried to step in my Korea through goal setting and more effort from the beginning of my Korea until now. More difficult goal, better improvement. The available goals, not the elusive goals that cannot be reached. And the uh, later Korea, they have to go setting according to the ground uh, experience. For example, during a match, I always think about what skills I have learned from studies. This self-thinking helps me to use the best skills I have, especially cognition and understanding of football for making a good and quick decision. So uh, it seems that the referring strategy uh, of a football match between team A and team B are different to another football uh, match between team C and team B. Therefore, career-based goal setting raised by elite football referees occurs at the beginning of the career and includes all stages of their career, whereas game-based goal setting occurs in the middle of the elite football referees' career for a, spe- for a specific football match and a specific time. Game-based goal setting helps referees to perform under pressure during a match and make better decisions. Uh, so both Korean and game-based goal setting can be considered as ways of job crafting among elite football referees and a good pattern for young referees to follow. Uh, and we found that the young and new referees need to enjoy and make uh, meaningfulness of the work in order to progress in early Korea. But experienced and elite referees in later Korea need to uh, show their performance uh, better and better. And they have to make a decision quickly and accurately. So they have to do this. I mean, the experienced and elite football referees. They do the main tasks, uh, including collective crafting, self-confidence, media management, non-bias to home or away team, and, and staying calm down, learning from mistakes and mixed uh, skills and abilities. The other thing we, ha- we want to share with you is related to the anticipators of these main tasks for elite football referees. We found that off-field and on-field experiences shape these main tasks for elite football referees. Off-field experience includes uh, referees' community, and on-field experience includes positive uh, interaction with coaches and players. That last part, I'm sorry if I didn't help the positive interactions when I used to play <laughs> football. 
what uh, what I received from you. Don't worry about it. Okay, they were early career, so I think I'm fine. They weren't. It wasn't as important. Um, now, <laughs> but maybe I'm, I'm in early career rather. Yeah, than the, exactly. I was low level. I was a junior, so uh, that, that's where it was. But how did this advance our understanding of career dynamics perspective CDP? This study uh, extends our knowledge of job crafting of elite football referees by introducing a new stream entitled goal setting and uh, training-based job crafting. And the process uh, referees navigated complies with goal setting theory posed by Locke and Latham, 1991. Uh, but the most important instrument which facilitated the career-based goal setting was related to off-field experiences, including family background, childhood related to football, and personal education. So the facilitators of uh, career-based goal setting uh, observed in the football uh, with, uh, positive off-field uh, experiences, uh, leading to referee retention in the early career. Uh, in contrast, later in the career of elite football referees, they undertake game-based goal setting through both positive on and off-field experiences. Thus, the unique function of the CDP is linked to the importance of off-field experiences for undertaking career-based goal setting, uh, job crafting due to low perception of uh, job characteristics levels, and the influence of both uh, on and off-field experiences of elite football referees for undertaking game-based goal-setting job crafting due to high perceptions of job crafting characteristics like that. And so based on, on this research and, of course, on your understanding, your experience as, as a referee, what advice would you give for those wanting to have careers as referees but also those managing um, referee organizations? What advice, practical advice, would you give them? For young uh, and new referee, when they begin this career, uh, they have to do the uh, goal setting, the career-based goal setting. And someone who has a family background uh, can shape the goal setting, career-based goal setting, pretty much better than someone who does not have. You know, so I suggest referee department to identify families with uh, football Korea uh, background uh, to foster their children and analyze their children and check their uh, performance if they have potentially background to, or they have uh, potentially their performance are good for beginning the, this Korea. They have to foster them. Uh, because they have off-field experiences, because they have family background, and they have uh, football-related childhood. And also, I would uh, recommend, I would highly recommend uh, young and new referees to promote their personal uh, education, because when I shared my article in Queensland Referees, they said personal education is very important for us. And I was surprised when I saw the Iranian referees uh, share their stories and uh, the personal education was very important for them. So I would highly recommend the new and young referees to pursue their education and promote their education as high as they can. And then I have to talk 
to the family and peers of the young and uh, new referees to support them because it's very important for them to have their family and peer supports. In the later Korea, I would uh, highly recommend the referee department to make a referee community for uh, referees because one of our findings show that the referee community is pretty much important and referees are happy to talk to each other about the game and share their stories and share their experiences on the ground and uh, learn to each, uh, learn from each other and it's very important to place our referees to uh, one place to talk to each other about their stories and experiences uh, related to football refereeing and then it's very important for referee department to communicate with players and sport clubs because one of our findings uh, show that the positive interaction with coaches and players uh, shape the referees to do their main task as good as enough. So uh, the referee department, I, I, th I think uh, they can uh, make a good relationship between uh, the players and coaches and referees to each other for making the game uh, better and better. Well, then I think that's a really good advice for everybody as well. Those who interact with referees like I used to. So think about that. Think about their career progression and, and what uh, we try to create a, a more harmonious relationship between everyone. Yeah. Thanks so much, Mohsen. That was excellent and, and really insightful and, and really interesting research to take that perspective of, of referee careers. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks for listening to Sport Management Review Insights. Head to the Sport Management Review website to check out all the latest research that's being published, including the article discussed in this episode. Examining the Career Dynamics of Elite Football Referees, a Unique Identification Profile, from Volume 24, Issue 3. That's it for this episode, but of course, there are many more you can listen to on your favorite podcast player. And if you could follow the podcast and give us a five-star rating, that'd be great too. Until next time, it's bye for now.